I can't remember what. I don't know if he told it on Conan. It was one of the late night shows, but he spent a day hanging out with Bob Euchre, and he was just saying like how funny Euchre is. I love Euchre too, but I guess like Euchre has a cough button on his yeah. board, but he uses it to just say like really like ribald comments, you yes. know, that can't be. Like, what a so, fucking ass! Yeah, so yeah. Like, oh look at who has on her, and it's just like this. <laughs> you know, he's like eighty years old, and he, like and he keeps so like every time you talk to him. He said it's just really weird because he's pressing this button, then he turns to you and says something, then he goes right back to the game, and it's like it's really weird. God, he was awesome in Major League, though. That was he's so. Like, if you ever get a chance, Bobby, Bobby look at his Hall of Fame speech. His Hall of Fame speech. We did. Yeah, we like did. Twenty do that minutes one. long. We watched it's it. So funny. Well, we didn't watch yeah. all of it, but we did scan through he's it after hilarious. you mentioned that on Pod. His um, old appearances on uh, Carson were hilarious. I'm a huge Euchre fan. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny. He was a fill-in mm-hmm. when. Carson was still in New York his first time, and he brought like these photos, and he was showing like these photos, and yeah. like they're all drinking. He's like, "What is this? Is it? Did you guys just win the World Series?" He's like, "No, that, that was me getting ready for a game." <laughs> like to really get amped up, Johnny. But I guess he, you know, he did so well that when when he got off the couch, like Carson turned to Ed Sullivan, he was like, "That guy didn't really play baseball, did he?" <laughs> he was so funny. He thought he was a comedian. Oh, that's making great. up that he was a baseball player. Huh. That's pretty good. I missed Euchre on because I watched a lot of the old Carson stuff, and I don't remember. Oh, him. he was the best. He would. He talked about getting a DUI. He got a DUI inside a retirement home. Like, <laughs> he was trying out some dude's uh, motorcycle uh, oh, right. training in Arizona. <laughs> um, it was really funny. He but used uh, to do little skits here and there, right? Yeah, yeah. and then he yeah. had that show, Mister Belvedere. So I think he did a lot of. Oh yeah. See, I, I think I was watching Carson when he was. Like doing the press circuit for that show because that show I think ran a few seasons. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Uh, Is he still alive? Euchre's still alive and still the Milwaukee uh, Brewers color analyst. He's still doing it. Is he really? Yes, he's like a living legend. Yeah, that's you know, that's amazing. Unlike the guy that announces your games, Hawk Carlson, semi. That guy needs to retire. (laughs) (laughs) He needed to retire years ago. Well, like didn't we look it up? He only. Travels for away games. Yeah, yes. It's, he doesn't it's do home games. Up, I hate my wife. Yeah, I gotta <laughs> yeah. get, out get of me house. out of the house. The opposite of how everyone else goes into semi-retirement. <laughs> Pretty is much, they do only yeah. home. That's what. Uh, who's the Dodgers guy? The legendary Vin Scully. Vin Scully, yeah, Vin Scully yeah. for years only did home yeah. games. You know, not Hawk. He's like, yeah, I'm on the like road. get me on the road. Yep. Yep. It's easier to get the airport. I live. Uh, I live right off 55. <laughs> it's easier. Yeah. <laughs> the press conference was hilarious. Where it was, it's clearly like I, everyone's like, uh, you hate your wife, right? I mean, like, or your wife can't. <laughs> And he's in like that yeah. time where you know towards the end when Harry Carey, who's a legendary broadcaster, we all yeah, we yeah, love him yeah. on North and South yeah. Side. But at, towards the end, you're kind of like, he, and he slides into second with a stand-up double. You're oh, like, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, more easy, Harry. Like, yeah, it's time, <laughs> it's time, and we 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 feel the same on on the South Side. Bob Euchre tells, or not Bob Euchre, I'm sorry, Bob Costas tells a great story. Like when the first. Uh, Cubs game he did with Harry Carey, you know, and he's like a young up and coming announcer, and he's like with this, but he's near the end of it. It's like, yeah, just how drunk and inappropriate he was, like, because I guess like Jose, I don't even know if I tell the story, but it's, I mean, it's it's uh, Bob Costas' story, but uh, I guess Jose Vizcaino, uh yeah. loses a, a pop fly in the sun, and I guess he just on air turns to Casas, he goes, Bob. How does a Mexican lose it in the sun? Oh, and, and, and is just like, uh, it's like, okay, you know, you don't okay. want to take that. And he just okay. barreled through it. He's like, Jesus, you know. Yeah, well, that was, got, 
that yeah, was the, part of the, you know Stoney's job, wasn't it? When yeah, Steve yeah. Stone was sort of his partner, this oh. legend, yeah. was just basically to you know know when to ignore and move on yeah. to some <laughs> baseball thing or smooth it out yep. at the end. And, and how ironic that Steve Stone now forced to work with Hawk Harrelson yeah, again at the yeah, end of his career yeah. to basically channel. Those Harry Carey days. That's what his job so is, man. So funny. Steve Stone. <laughs> He's good at it. No, I like Quotes Steve from Harry Carey. Ah, how could he, Jorge Ortada, lose the ball in the sun? He's from Mexico. Oh, yeah. There it is. <laughs> 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 and I'm sure he pronounced it horribly, yeah. too. Booze, <laughs> broads, and bullshit. If you got all that, what else do you need? All right. These are all on, on air. air. Oh. Yeah, on air. <laughs> this is good. What a beautiful day here at the park. Ah, uh, broadcasting anyway. back in the day. Uh, so we are the Worldwide IT Guys. I am Steve. I'm Dion. John. This is Sean. And we're here for podcast number 126. 126. I'm sorry. That can't be right. Five? 125. I, that was totally 125 wrong. 25 is a is a good number. It's 125. And look, we did actually hey. get another person to Careful. join us. Oh, my God. I almost broke the microphone <laughs> trying to say my name. I'm Elisa. <laughs> I'm sure. broke your ankle trying to bowl. They were trying to guess. <laughs> yeah, what happened to you? <laughs> we to- I mean, I, the DL. did you see what she did? You hurt yourself. I totally missed it. Do you want to explain what you were trying to do when so you So we did went bowling. Because I know what it looked like. A little less <laughs> than a week ago. I bowling last week. And I was actually doing pretty well. Better than ever in my life. I... So oh. she says. Go on. No, <laughs> I played twice before this game, and I usually have the ball going to the, the edges. Yeah. And I never did any strike or nothing similar. And last Thursday, I was giving. At least I was throwing some poles there. Doing several You were hitting lots of pins. It was pins. great. Yeah, you were doing I was good doing job. very good. Yeah. And my last ball, I was so in the ball and following it, and it was going and to... And she was doing like a backwards dance yeah, it, thing. It, it, was, it was going to push the whole thing. We, are, we were already winning because Gavin already <sighs> uh, had, had enough yes. points yes. to yes. kick the, the others group us so oh. uh, we were winning already <laughs> I, I didn't need to actually uh, do anything but I was on the ball and following up and premature celebration stepping backwards um, watching the ball because I didn't want to miss when the ball hits the, the pins and I didn't realize that the nurture was behind me oh. and I I fall into it and I fall very badly that I tried to balance myself and I got my ankle. I saw it. She was doing one of those little happy dances, yeah, walking yeah, yeah. backwards, going, oh, it's going to hit the pins. Yeah. And she <laughs> fell over a couch and just and destroyed my, her ankle. Oh, I yeah. have a yeah. bad sprint in my, in my, yeah. in my feet. I, and I, in my foot. I saw you limping today. I was like, holy crap. I that's thought the alcohol would have carried her through the, at least the rest of the game. But, but she was uh, out immediately. It, you put your leg up and it was It already, didn't stop. Yeah, yeah I, I, I stopped playing. <laughs> but it, it didn't stop me to continue the afternoon. And then on Friday we work from home, so I had and the whole weekend with I yeah, had my you, your foot was food. up and I mean, you were fine. It didn't stop yeah. you from going to the bar and afterwards and continuing the party for a few hours sure. there. And then and yeah, that we was, enjoy you know, meeting well, we're, gay yeah. guys. We're, we're, and 
was that bar, Sean? <laughs> the second story bar. That is, uh, I've always wanted to go there, so I appreciate you guys indulging. Give me a shout out, Sean. Uh, let, you know, everybody in the. <laughs> but I know at night it's supposed to, so it's very small. It's only as big as this room we're in now. Um, so it's supposed to be a legendary gay bar, like one of the first gay bars in Chicago. Certainly the first in downtown Chicago. Yeah, downtown. Just this. It's above an Asian mm-hmm. restaurant. It's about the size of the master bedroom and an apartment. And uh, it's just a real simple, cool, chill it's, bar. Yeah, it, it's almost it the size of this room. Yeah, the, yeah, the, it's incredibly tiny. So is I, that I, why you guys got groped so much? Or I, I did not get groped. So I had to go pick up the kids, and uh, I had to leave. Others may have been groped. Yeah. <laughs> so after you left, oh, by the I, way, you yeah. were you were the first one there and the first one out. Yep. And you left everyone there, and they had a great time. Good. We, did. we had a terrific day. Yeah. yeah. I would have loved to have stayed longer. It just uh, that was the day um, that. My wife works at a preschool, and it, they were giving the tour for the new parents. So she was like, "A, you got to be there at six because that's the latest the kids can stay. <laughs> so, and B, you definitely can't come late drunk <laughs> when I'm debuting the school to, <laughs> to new parents." Sorry, just spent the day bowling, drinking, yeah. and and a couple hours at the gay bar <laughs> drinking. Uh, hi, how you guys doing? I'm Sean Flannery, nice to meet yeah. you. <laughs> I, I can hear this call. Uh, hey, babe, I'm uh, paying my tab at the gay bar. I'll be right over. <clears throat> no, it was a great time, and and there were a couple of friendly guys that just liked to squeeze me every time they walked by, which was fine. Sure, was, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Didn't bother me. Um, it was uh, a first How much did for you me. like it, though? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it did not make me question my relationship with okay. my wife, right. so <laughs> I think we're okay. I think we're fine. Um, but I did stay a little longer than I probably should have, and I kept transitioning to um, more potent drinks, which tends to happen. And those yep. were all probably not the best decisions, which is why I'm a little bit under the weather this week still uh, from that whole experience. Had a great time. Shocked. So um, before we go too deep into some user support things, Oof. I wanted to just uh, plug a podcast. Every once in a while, we talk about, you know, we try not to, but we talk about um, our president. And uh, I'm not going to talk about him now, but I am going to mention this podcast by Slate called Slow Burn. Huh. It is, it's like eight episodes Roughly, it is a podcast about Watergate, hmm. and it it reflects it on right up Gavin's alley, man. The events I I did I sent it to him yeah, when I when I heard about it. I sent it to him. Yeah. I have since listened to much of it, not mm-hmm. quite all of it, um, and I'm like all in. It, it, he does a very good job of talking about that podcast or that event, Watergate and Nixon's downfall, ultimately. And he's drawing parallels Mm -hmm. to today Mm -hmm. without being very explicit about it. He's just pointing out, this is what's been, you know, was going on at the time. These are the things that were happening. This is how, you know, divided we had and partisanship going on. All these things that, you know, thinking about what is going on, you just kind of go, okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I would recommend you guys have a look at Slow burn. Um, it's by slate, and the parallels are a bit eerie, um, which you know <laughs> we've talked about. But certainly there are things that uh, that come out in that listen. So have a listen if you get a chance. Um, 
but you guys have had some. I, all I heard this morning when I got here was support bullshit. I hear, I hear, you know. Well, I mean, it's, it's John is now supporting the uh, the MPS service. I managed Prince uh, Solutions team is now led by John. Yes, I had no idea. Correct. Our vendors decided he knows best, so I'll take us go to him. I received a couple uh, meanwhile, tickets. Meanwhile, uh, in our Asia-Pacific region, we've got uh, Sean, who's now leading up the all PBX uh, implementations. Uh, phone switches. Just all phone questions. Yep. All phone questions. You got a phone question, you, you talk to question. Sean. Do I need to dial one? Yeah. What do I do? <laughs> yeah. Call Sean. How so, do I call outside the yeah. internet? Yeah. Got a, a nine first, Sean. So yeah. we're, yeah, we're kind of balancing those two right there. So. And you? Well, so my challenge is the fact that I'm being challenged by our vendor on uh, the competency of uh, me. They're trying to fire you. Job. That's what I heard. They're trying. Oh. To, they're, they're they're calling me into question about the corrections I'm making with the directory. Oh, and thinking that I'm going under the radar to do things that should be brought to light. He is so <laughs> oh, no. dangerous that we need. You haven't to... heard the whole. No, story. No, I haven't heard this story. So oh. why'd you tell this story? Well, all right. So. Um, I had uh, a friend of the show, Leo, uh, contact me and say, essentially, we've got we got two accounts for this guy. We need you to clean this up. Uh, our vendor went and just created a whole new account. He's got two accounts, two mailboxes, two logins. Passwords never work. This is a mess. Please so, fix this for this gentleman. Uh, I know him. He needs this done. I go, okay. Took me a little bit of work, a lot of hacking, <laughs> back ends forward, all this other stuff. Uh, he came to the right guy because I, I did it all. Very little pain involved in the transition. And um, eventually uh, it came back to IBM that he was curious why everything was working and why he only – his password needed to change and all this other stuff. And he's like, well, what's going on here? And 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 friend of the show, Leo, kind of needed to communicate more to the end user about what was happening before they went <clears> to the vendor. And then he went to the vendor and they said, oh, my God, why do you only have one account? You don't have two. And why do you have only have one mailbox? You need two. And, why, and they reversed everything what? they did to fix the account. Meanwhile, they said – we see a line in auditing that says Dion made all these changes. He deleted your account. He deleted your mailbox. CC'd business partners, office managers, everybody on the planet. Uh, Elka, our good friend at security and compliance. Everybody on the planet said, I don't see a ticket for this. Yet we see Dion going in and deleting mailboxes and mail without any approval or any sort of so auditing or anything. This yep. guy is ma- missing our directory. Messing up the directory. <laughs> well, I, I, so, the directory he's, I said, he's responsible for. Yeah, okay. So I, I said to to my good friend Leo, um, uh, what did you do to me? What is happening here? What what's going <laughs> on here? Where's yeah. the where's so, the meme? It's a trap. It's uh, a why trap. don't you why don't you step in here? And every time they would question like what I was doing and why I was doing it, I'd say, "Hey Leo, um uh fix this? Uh talk to these people? Uh, why don't you say something?" And every He's time the he just sit there laughing, <laughs> laughing at me going, "Oh, this is good. This is good stuff." Um so essentially, it comes back, and I basically said, "You got to talk to my friend Leo. He he understands. He asks for the request. He, everything is going on." Leo responds with, "Friends don't send IBM to friends." Oh jeez. And oh, I, or sorry, vendor. <laughs> friends don't send vendors to friends. Uh, support to friends. And I basically said back to him, 
listen, friends will make out-of-process requests, friends will get audited, and friends can tell vendors they didn't do their job, and I'm giving you the gift of telling the vendor they didn't do their job. <laughs> and he replied back with, you just, you just made my morning, I'm going to go take care of this now. <laughs> Meanwhile, literally a week later, it's still not fixed. Got it's a, still got two accounts? Still got two accounts. Oh, still figuring out his mail. Still figuring out his passwords. I got literally a, a Skype message this morning from uh, Narasima. Okay. Uh, he's an IM guy who we've worked with. Seems to be a guy who understands who we are, what yep. we do, yep. and eventually is like the, okay, let me fix this one yep. guy. Okay? Like, he kind of gets it. Sometimes he doesn't, but I with a little explanation, he kind of gets it. He or he, I don't yeah. know, is is like uh, the manager of oh, this good. other yeah, guy. Yeah. Good. So, so yeah. looked at looked at the tickets, knows who I am, and goes, he goes, uh, he go. or she, good afternoon. I'm like, first it's morning. Uh, oh, good morning, and then says this user, and I go, yep. He <laughs> and he goes, how do we fix this? And I said. He goes, I see you wrote notes here. I know you're doing this and you doing that. Me, and you I, let and me I do my job yeah, and stay out of yeah, the way. Yeah. I basically <laughs> said, do everything that I did and reverse all this other stuff. And, and they were like, okay, uh, sorry about that. And actually admitted we did mess this one so up. So that was this sorry. morning? It happened between the conversation with all of those people and, and this pod recording. Excellent. So they finally realized, oh, we know who this guy is. Let's let me just go right to the source and say, do do what you did. Yeah, okay, we'll we'll go back and, and undo. That's a thread. That's is, a, that's a thread fired? that I'm gonna want to have. Oh yeah, I have Thank all you. of it recorded. It's it's all with our security our our security team. It's with our, yeah, yeah, our team good, in, good. in in in, uh, oh, in, in maybe Australia. we will get Australia. Oh, no, 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 that no. will be so awesome. So but too many problems. Well, I was just gonna say, you know, the, the the whole thing stems around one support person who consistently wants to call. He wanted to call me out. And I'm, for the sake of the pot, we'll just call him Muhammad Ali. But yeah. Muhammad Ali, who who seems to consistently show up in, he shows up in our tickets. <laughs> He's the one who seems to do all of these things. He seems to be the center of the universe of everything gets jacked up. There's right? the vortex. That, yeah. That's yes. where it all kind of... It, it, that's the spiraling downward... You're not dealing with the same person, you know. are you? Oh, I am. I oh, have, you're dealing with two, Muhammad Ali, too. I two other instances with Muhammad Ali. In the past week. Right. So, so what happens is... I love that we're calling him a yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go on. So, so like one a, of them yeah. that I've noticed for like six months like is I see all these bounce emails for a user. So what happened is when the person left and came back, instead of re-enabling their old account... Just what Dion described a yeah. minute ago. Hmm. He creates Two accounts. accounts. He hmm. usually does that. No, he it, doesn't. That is the it's problem. his speciality. Yeah. But, so what happens is... He realizes that uh, our financial system has his old has the old account. Yep. Email has new account, but he they need both accounts open so they can log into financials and log into <laughs> one for email. one system, one for another instead so of just using the original. He changes the Unreal. email address to username at sample.com. Sample.com. He uses sample.com <laughs> as the, to keep it open with a bogus email address. <laughs> so every time this person does not fill out a timesheet or has a something that our system sent to, it bounces back because it goes to sample.com. Go figure. It doesn't work. I don't know why. 
Meanwhile, uh-huh. Sample.com is a site for future indie music, and they're getting spammed left and right. But, <laughs> but this is, I mean, may, maybe these things are happening too close, because it, it seems like maybe they're learning something from Dion's example, and this might not happen going forward. The problem well, is solving... this morning, John had another user with the same problem, and Muhammad Ali is the responsible. No, so I think it was the same one, right? You're no, this is a different one. Oh, jeez. Oh, there's multiple. Oh, uh, this is a different one. <laughs> I told it's, you. It's, it, and this <clears throat> was repeated over... It is his over, speciality. <laughs> we, we got the same issues, like, I'm, maybe I'm exaggerating, but I don't think so, 100 times last year. At least in, in last we, we 2017, a hundred different cases. Right. Yeah. Anyways, we're, we're but going, the problem is you you are so good at solving the problems. Now you're responsible for you know fixing the accounts, right. uh, global you know all these things, and 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 fixing managed print, and and it's just like right. and yeah, we'll take on uh, phone switches too. <laughs> yeah, thank thanks, you, Sean, Sean, for filling that gap. We had a gap there. It's been solved. Stop gap solution right there. <laughs> Nice this, work. This might explain um, why this group tends to talk about beer a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Cheers, need, John. Yeah. <laughs> we need some a, relaxation. But, but hey, I just saw an article in the Tribune today. Actually, I think it was uh, in the last couple of days. Somebody posted it. It looked interesting oh, and yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. Drinking is apparently more healthy or better at longevity in humans than exercise. The study they did, I think it was like 16% of people who drink every day live to 90 plus versus 11% of the people that exercise daily living to over 90. So drink up, folks. Come on. (laughs) Solves all your problems. (laughs) Drink up. Yes. Makes you feel a little better after a oh, conversation yes. with your your local IT support, mm. and yes. it also offers up this yep. fun thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I tried to do that last Wednesday. <laughs> they usually somewhere prominent. I tried in, to in live these, forever yeah. last Wednesday. <laughs> usually in these articles, pretty prominently, they do say uh, they add with moderation. With moderation. They, yeah, like well, asterisk. The last yeah, sentence like, at the oh, end that's of every. The catch. Sure, Doesn't sure. it work out with some sort of average though? So if you like me, if you do something really, really bad, or you last Wednesday, me last Thursday, then, then you know, you take a couple of days off, it all evens yeah, out, doesn't it? You're back down it? to, you you're know, back two down. drinks a day. I mean, they say this Binging. about alcohol all the like, time. After last Wednesday, I can't drink for four weeks <laughs> to get my monthly average down to, to non-binging. <laughs> okay, well, maybe, it's funny when you, not. like, if you've ever... Like, I always, whenever I have to, I don't go to the doctor very often. Usually if I'm going to a doctor, I'm in an ER or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) So you got to do, like, the whole background stuff, and they ask how many drinks you have a week. And uh, I usually average it out to, like, three a day, you know, Yeah. which is probably right. Um, And they're always, whoa, that's kind of high, you know. And I'm like, well, you know, it's an average. (laughs) And uh, then they'll be like, well, you know, five is binge drinking, and you're, like, I always want to laugh. I'm like, you realize we live in Chicago. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't think five, drinking, five drinks is bench drinking in this city. You don't understand my job, miss. <laughs> <laughs> Who I have to deal to with. For free? Law of averages, I don't drink four days of the week. You figure it out, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so five, five is binge. So Five in one sitting 
is binge drinking. Well, it's considered a sitting. Well, that's the whole thing, yeah. I get up and go to the fridge. <laughs> a new sitting. Yeah, <laughs> get a new beer. Each Start new over. beer is a new wow. sitting. Reset. Wow. No. You have a couple here, and yeah. then a, a couple at lunch. Down and the streets. Wander down to another moving. bar, a couple more. Yeah, yeah just you keep moving. moving. It's not binge drinking. <laughs> yeah. We know how to trick them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, I went to the doctor recently, and... It's like the first uh, level they ask you is like 0 to 25, which is pretty big. I mean, that's a big... Daily? No, no, no. A okay. Week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But, I mean, that's Holy a big kind of high Yeah, you would low. think most people... They're basically just trying to see if you're an alcoholic or something. Yes. It's almost a binary question. Yeah. 25 would be just over three a day, right? Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So maybe it was 0 to 20. Yeah. Is the first category. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, Probably. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> we'll go with I don't yes. really remember. I mean, does that really so, make a difference? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Stopped oh, recording at yeah. 18-ish. <laughs> um, oh, man. So you said there was something about heavy drinking is not even close to... Oh, yeah. So I was... Um, uh, hold on, somebody's contacting me. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm so, sorry. Uh, no, that it's not your fault. Um, I found this article. I was... I was looking into something else about how much Americans used to drink. We used to be a very, very hard-drinking country. and then So five, we just determined, was binge drinking per day. Correct. And that used to be what America averaged a day. Nice. And nice. what year is this? So the peak year uh, for records that they have is 1790. It was the peak year. So they're saying, like, you know how, like, the Roaring Twenties, everyone says, yep. like, they're saying that even that didn't compare to what we drank in the 18th century. Just everyone was 1790s. drinking. 1790s. In, in yeah. 1790, the average American consumed almost six gallons of pure alcohol a year, which works out to almost 2,000 beers a year. Pure alcohol. So they're talking about serious stuff. Wow. It's not well, like they, they didn't. So what they said is the way they came up with this. They didn't drink pure alcohol. What they came up with is how, how many yeah. bottles of port were sold, how many uh, gallons of beer, and then they averaged up the alcohol within each of those units got to it. come up with this. Five and a half a day. Yeah, but this so was also, uh, <clears throat> couldn't you argue that this was also a time where um, there just wasn't clean enough, consumable, healthy things? So something that was fermented, booze, was generally considered a little more healthy than yeah. There's no apple juice, the... orange juice, clean water. You know, oh yeah, no and they talk about that. I mean, that's yeah. why I think yeah. I've always heard that the Pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock because they ran out of beer and they just didn't have enough potable water. <laughs> so, so they they just they're like, well, this place will do, you know. We're Interesting. Out of beer. Uh, so they, I've they, heard they that. I've actually heard that They were like up and down the coast. <clears throat> no, but like that's yeah. kind of the, the, hist- the history is told essentially that they were running out of supplies and they needed to get somewhere. Not, but the supplies were beer. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> didn't know that part, but yeah, I mean, that's great. Yeah. So the, we're not so bad. I mean. Five a day is no big yeah, deal. I, I've also, We're I don't justifying know if this is what we drink based on the Five worst in history. Yeah. Okay, By 18th century standards. <laughs> I mean, people only lived to age 32. And, yeah, you know. exactly. No, no, we just determined yeah. that drinking got you past yeah, 90. Come on, we have to pair these things. If you don't die in a drunken accident. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's why they all died. They died of, like, fractures and uh, infections. <laughs> and 
Uh, too funny. Well, uh, we should probably turn towards some technology topics. Um, interesting release, uh, Doug pointed out. Um, our good listener, Doug, shared that there is now a 30 terabyte hard drive yeah. available. Why would you need a 30 terabyte hard drive? Why not? Right? Yeah. Who cares? Build them. Bigger and faster. And yes. Keep doing it. Yes. Go. Keep it going. Just keep going. Let me buy one and keep it for five years. Like, yeah, perfect. The, how much is it? You do worry about how much uh, <clears throat> how much value then that has with all the content on it, right? So you need you need two of them because you need a backup. <laughs> I have three hard drives, external hard drives, and I bought it because I need backups. And then I realized that I have mostly the same information in two of them, and I'm so lazy that I don't want to sort all mm. the files that I have there. And I have half of them. And I don't know why I, I bought the third one, which is a terabyte. And it, I, I, I have them there. It's like, okay, I have it. And when I need it, I have the thing. I have some partitions to simulate uh, uh, CDs, images, so sure. I can install some some software. Um, but well, I was going to uh, ask you, like, what do you what do you got going on in your? Uh, yeah, books, I have, PDFs. I, ha- I have my software? Windows. No, I have my Windows machine at home, oh, okay. and I right. I hacked it. So so how many how many different hard drives? I mean, in my house, <clears throat> there's probably. 15 hard drives because over years I've my my mom has gone what do I do with this old yeah. thing and she brings the computer over and I go well we can throw this away but I don't know what's on Back this up. drive I'm going to yeah. I'm going to put the drive here and throw away the computer a, yeah. so I end up with this stack of hard and drives you never you never no review it they are. again um we did at one point say okay I know all of these are bad and I just don't want to deal with it and we took them to a service and had them destroyed so that we okay. knew that there wasn't any data on there <laughs> the same story I heard when bitcoin went crazy um I heard a, an interview of a guy who was desperate because he got some of the early bitcoins. Yeah, I, I and it was on a like machine that, that oh, was. Oh yeah, sure. Took the hard drive out and put it in his attic somewhere, and he knew it was there somewhere. Well, and it a, had like all this money on it that he's yeah. like, I don't know where it is. That was a Big Bang Theory episode. <clears throat> oh really? Well, yes. Yeah, so like it was they, an actual they, story. They did like a flashback when same it's exact same thing where it's like remember that time we did Bitcoin and. And we did that. I wonder if we. I wonder where that is. And they're like, uh, "It's on that old computer. Who'd you give that computer to? I gave it to Penny. Penny gave that to her ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend gave it to this guy. This guy. The whole episode is them chasing it down, and they finally realize it was on a little zip drive. This is a funny story. A little zip drive, like a Superman zip drive, that they gave to the comic book shop guy. If you ever watch the show, you know the comic book shop guy. And the comic book shop guy goes. Well, shit, I could format this and sell it for ten bucks. Mm. Formats <laughs> basically essentially five hundred thousand dollars worth of Bitcoin. Yep, they think, yep. or a million yep. dollars worth of Bitcoin. <clears throat> I, like I could get ten bucks for this. <laughs> I read a similar story. A, these a are woman real saying, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, it happens. Was, yeah. it was um, becoming crazy because he couldn't find the old computer and so and so in Slack in one of the Slack groups that I belong. So maybe it's a very common case. So. 
for all people in the in the early days of blockchain. But back to 30 terabytes. Sure. I, I'm not even close. I have tons of pictures and videos, HD videos, you know, backed up movies, stuff like that. I am around um, five or six terabytes mm-hmm. worth of data that I need on two drives. I don't. You know, my point. sons though, they like they and download Xbox games. You could. I mean, <clears throat> sure. If you wanted to back up everything, absolutely. Already filled up. Yeah. 500 gigs. Yeah. By downloading just the games and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't think it's more than 10 games hmm. that they have. So. So I, that would be kind of cool to plug into an Xbox to say like, you know, I don't ever have to worry about space. Yeah, I you mean, can just buy cool. like over 100 games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it's actually go. Were you going further with that? I was just basically going to say like that's where it would come in handy to have one drive for all the stuff that you could have on your Xbox or available on the network and do all your stuff right. and it's backed right. up. Um, but you're right. You gotta have two of them. So now I need two thirty terabyte yeah. drives. Yeah. 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 So you know, <laughs> if you want to back them up, you gotta do it. Um, and you want to back them up. Uh, what I loved about Doug's post was it was quintessential. Doug. Well, of course, he's focusing on. Yeah. So he's like the the headline reads something like you know you can store fifty seven hundred movies you know with Full this HD. kind of thing and he's like that's bullshit you you can't. That would be crap quality. Yeah. You want you want decent quality? You yeah. can't do 4K, that. 4K bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Back to our 4K bitches. I, I just love that. That was so offensive to yes. him. <laughs> what do you mean, 5,700 movies? No way. Can't do that. Not my quality. Um, I agree with Doug, by the way. Well, uh, back you know we started down the the Bitcoin discussion. I shared a couple of things with you guys. I don't know if you dug into them, but the um, the the where the whole blockchain thing is starting to lead certain organizations and um, what is starting to be co- considered called sort of a Web 3.0 or Internet 3.0 um, solution is this idea of decentralization. Um, did any of you spend any time with some of those articles? No, I did, uh, I did not. Okay, I well it, it's pretty much. In the world of fake news, in the world of now indicted Russian hacking programs, um, in a world where everybody agreeing that Facebook is trustworthy and we're going to take what they feed us at face value, or Google is trustworthy and we're going to take what they give us, this idea of centralizing our information stores around these major vendors is starting to fall apart because of the concept of this, you know, we can have bots feeding everything and do all kinds of uh, oh, yeah, this manipulation of topic this, right? of the, sure. the deep fakes and what's <clears throat> yeah, real, what's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. and how do we prove what, what's being put out there is real. And, and, yeah, and yeah. now groups are, there's this, undercurrent of we have to decentralize this power we can't let one group kind of or expect one group or a few groups to be gatekeepers of what is true and real we need to get to a point where we can validate data we can validate information and this is what the blockchain really is capable of doing so is this known as the block stack is that uh, what it's called? I haven't I haven't seen that term. No, that's what I'm reading. Okay. Is essentially, the block stack is the network of decentralized applications and aims to address 
the uh, the centralization of the application layer of certain things on the internet. So proving who you are as you're in it to make sure you're getting what you're supposedly supposed to get. Yeah, well, so. it, uh, well, apparently the, a lot of different technologies and applications are starting to come into focus because they're leveraging this idea of decentralizing the authority of what is true and what the information, you know, looks like. Yeah, um, that's what this is. In a way yeah. that, you know, right now Facebook just can't do it. Google just can't do it. And, you know, it'll be interesting to watch the evolution of those vendors mm-hmm. and this technology. And do they find ways to, uh, you know, stay relevant in the mid- midst of so. Yeah, so blockstack.org is essentially who's trying to fund this this alternate DNS and alternate public key yep. infrastructure, um, which is what Bitcoin blockchain is built off of. So it's that infrastructure of the blockchain that they want to leverage, like you say, for other things and move forward with it. So um, I think it's going to be it, real interesting yeah, to, to yeah, watch yeah. the next few years' yeah. evolution, um, and, and we should keep our eye on it and... Do dig into some of those articles that I shared, but keep your eyes open. Yeah, um, it's interesting. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know if it could work for that other stuff or not. I mean, just the thing that I think keeps getting lost in the discussion in Bitcoin is how much energy it requires, and it's just so expensive. And the only reason it's worth it is because the speculation on it sure. has, has made the price worth it. But like. Could it be really used for these other services that don't, like, have the mar? I mean, like, the calculation of expanding the blockchain, like, basically requires service level, server level processing. So can you really use it for stuff like DNS that nobody's <clears throat> funding, you know, or other things like, you know? Sure. And I, I realize I'm getting more into the mechanics of blockchain here rather than just abstractly just a, a, decentralization. Yeah, but. And, and I guess the question that I would pose back, and I don't know, you know, technically the details enough, so we'll have to do some more research on it, but <clears throat> computing power and the coming world of quantum computing may improve upon some yeah, of that concern, true. right? Sure. And so should we not be working towards, and, you know, Bitcoin is falling over under the weight of what it is, but the other technology, um, um, why am I drawing a blank on it? The other one, the other cryptocurrency that is based on uh, um, a similar technology, but a more advanced or or better thought through. Uh Uh-huh. It's like more efficient. Yes. Yeah. Um, So at any rate, there's, uh, God, it's terrible. Ethereum? Yes. Yes. So Ethereum is, I think Ethereum is the platform, and then there's, and the platform is blockchain, and there is a currency that's built using that. Mm -hmm. That blockchain methodology was better, more efficient, and uh, people are talking about that. So the evolution of the the generation of these things will continue, and the processing power and the capability of technology with quantum computing will also help with respect to that but you're also talking about you know the beginnings right sure so yeah. i need it to be able to support a hundred people today yeah a yeah. thousand people tomorrow i don't need millions mm-hmm. right now right sure so and that's the way bitcoin started and that's the way bitcoin kind of 
started to get to critical mass, uh-huh. and then they realized, oh, well, shit, now it's too big and it costs too much to actually mine this stuff. And, yeah. Um, so th- these guys are learning as they go. Yeah, and it right? is interesting. Yeah, <clears throat> and, they're, and they're moving to Washington, rural Washington, too, is Who what is? I read. And if you're in the United States, oh, well, that's the cheapest power place People it's are trying to find what the they're doing. hydro there yeah, or something yeah. Yeah. like that. So they're trying to find the cheapest yeah, power. Exactly. Well, that's what I've heard. Like, you can't mine yeah. in America anymore. Bitcoin, at least, just because you need to go to a country that has cheaper electricity. Right, but it, interesting. At, at the same time, you know, there's not a lot of mining going on. Yeah. But gold doesn't really mean anything either. So push that out there. It doesn't, you know, sure. the gold standard went away. The fact that there was value around this currency is the fact that people trust it and people, yeah. you know, are willing to share and trade and bam, it, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I yeah. think the end of the line of uh, or the dwindling numbers isn't a problem for that today. Mm-hmm. And it'll it'll only get better going forward. So my perspective on it is... Um, Watch how this evolves. Watch how it impacts our marketplaces, not from a currency perspective, but from a um, a platform perspective. And watch what, what happens with people who decide that I'm going to market a Facebook-like tool. I mean, Facebook wasn't the first social network. It wasn't. No. Um, so I'm going to build something similar to that that actually is a stronger technology from a trust perspective. You're going to know who you're talking to, what you're getting, how you're getting it. Verified, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Does that thing come up and kind of bite Facebook in the ass? Like Facebook, Facebook just buy it and implement it? Or yeah. do they buy it? Yeah. Or, well, it would be or, great or, if it could or, be like open source yeah. and they couldn't buy it. Like if there were like a... You, you know, just a, a platform. And everybody has to implement it and then maybe a little regulation about if you want to if you want to use a site that's unregulated and has no proof of what you're talking to, right. don't mm-hmm. use it. If you actually right. want to know who you're talking to and it's proven, they have to implement, you know, block stack and, and be block stack sure. certified or whatever. And then you're cool. And yeah, that we've talked about the regulation of social media and the, or the, the, um, yeah. Anyways, making sure you, what you're seeing isn't fake news, right? Yep. So absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so I just thought that was yeah something to keep our eye. I was going to bring up the. Uh, the home pod update oh i have not bought one I have, oh oh is that the update good well, update. I, I just saw some <laughs> no, i just saw some interesting things this week that you know apple says that if you leave it in one place too long it could damage wood surfaces wood, uh, different surfaces so that what they tell you to do is just or? move it around so well, so it gets it gets it warm. <laughs> it likes to move around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it but it also it, it also vibrates. It actually will because it's sensing it's the room around it. And yes. It's going to vibrate the area that it's in because and I think it's very powerful um, according to the the couple things that I read in my HomePod research in the past week. Um, that uh, yeah, you have to move it around or put it on something so that it doesn't damage the yeah. surface it's on, which I thought was interesting. Um, then the other thing was. You, the thing I shared, yeah, 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 yeah which was basically um, <laughs> that. So the, they didn't really. It's not as good as Alexa. It's not as good as the the Hey Google thing. But you can now, you know, there's a little bit of Siri integration. The just the basic stuff, not even all the stuff you can do on your phone. But one of the things you can ask your HomePod is um, to say your last message. Your last text message. Say, yeah, could you just uh, say my last text message? But because it doesn't have any voice recognition like Google, 
it has no idea who's asking that. So I saw this funny post um, on Twitter that was basically like, uh, you know, your buddies come over and they're like, hey, Siri, what was my last test message? And it was like, last night was great, honey, boo-boo. I love you so much. Da, da, da. I was like, oh, my God, shut up. Don't say my last text message. Um, so, you know, it was kind of one of those. Well, it didn't recognize who I was, but it still shared something from my phone. Yeah. So I just thought that was a, a funny little um as as people are getting yeah, pods, the, playing with it and learning new stuff, that that's one of those things that came out of one it. One of those so. things you got to work out. Yeah. Um, I think I think but, friend of the program. I think Leo got one. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. He was posting some stuff about how amazing it sounds. But that's what everyone says. It's just it's a great speaker. It's a great speaker. You know what I did based on all of this conversation lately, based on the fact that I was sitting in my home, kind of sick as a dog. This was. Monday, and mm-hmm. I was, you know, day off, great day off, I feel bad. I was listening to uh, Spotify station, you know, my music, stuff that I do, and I was enjoying it, and a song came on, and I was like, you know what, I have this album, I'm going to pull it out, and I literally pulled out the vinyl, and I put it on, lit up the amp, and I turned everything on, and I listened to that whole album, and... I actually asked my wife and my son, I said, listen to this. They were listening to Spotify <laughs> on the Amazon Echo. And I said, just listen to it. And they listened for a little while. And I said, all right, now compare that to this. And I put that same song on. <laughs> the first thing first thing my wife said was, was that kick drum on the other version? I said, yes, This is this that kick drum existed on the other version. You didn't hear it. Yeah. But it was yeah. there. Yeah, same. She yeah. actually thought it was a different version. She Recording. said, this is not the same version of the song. I said, it is exactly the same version it's of the song. It's from the album. You it's the tell. album yeah, cut. Exactly. It's the same oh, bloody yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it made me go, you know what? Good for you, HomePod, that you're doing that. Yeah. But I'll go back to vinyl yeah. <laughs> and vinyl my stereo. When I want to listen to yeah. something good, yeah. that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to choose to go that yeah. way. But I did see... <clears throat> Uh, another independent report who broke down all of them, uh, it, well, not all, just the three, um, not including Alexa, broke down the Google, the, the Google Plus, the big one, yep. uh, the HomePod, and um, basically still resorted down to saying, uh, based on the price, I'll still get two Sonos ones. And I was like, well, okay, <laughs> all right. And it was exactly what we said two weeks ago. Another independent source basically said, if you can only buy one, Probably get the Google because of just the implementation of it, right. and that you Everything can have else the Spotify, the this, the that. If you only have all of your music in iTunes, get the HomePod because then your whole world is great, and you're that person anyway. So just do it. Then it makes sense. But if you're anybody else, if you're anybody else, <laughs> literally get the Google thing. But if you can get two, which you can, get the two because the two are smart and they do the thing. And it's like okay, so. It, it, we're, we're two or three weeks into our review of the HomePod, which, which nobody owns yet. No one owns. No. But we keep hearing the same thing. Yep. So, you know, nothing's changed so far. Buy Sonos once. And the problem is we won't probably change our tune until Apple releases all of their updates, unleashes the, the HomePod, has the dual thing going on, and people can actually hear it, test it, and see what it's like. If you're in the right? market for yep. a smart speaker in your home, yeah. buy Sonos One. Yeah. And buy two of them yeah. because you can get two of them. You can get two of them at the same price, and you got the stereo and the whole thing. And your yeah, you can so, you can yeah. do it. You know, mm-hmm. two in the same room, or you can now you got one upstairs and one downstairs, or one on this yeah, end so of the house. Cool. One of that. That's what I want. 
I mean, yeah. And I will say this: we we have a sound bar. That's we our have, recommendation, John. When well, are you going to do it? It's not uh, you know barbecuing out in the patio, you know, season yet. So I have some time for them to oh, okay. fix it. Sure. Yeah. So I'll, when it starts getting warmer and I'm outside and I want music outside, I'll I do always revisit. enjoy the validation of having surround sound with decent speakers and a nice amp in my house whenever <clears> we watch a movie or a little bit of music, TV or something. Because I'll get even my six-year-old daughter saying, Daddy, turn on the sound. Yeah. Because yep. it's a difference, and it's just nice to hear things that totally different. you want to hear it. So, um, anyways. <clears throat> so, uh, we'll uh, start to think about wrapping things up here. But before we go there, there was a there was a share that, was it you made, that I can have my eyes totally fixed now, but not, so, just, not just contact lenses? I have... Bionic Eyes has come up numerous times over the years on this podcast. Um, I uh, Just a little bit of backstory. Um, in 2007, I had laser correction done, PRK surgery, because my eyes were so bad that I was warned that in, in the next five or ten years, your eyes won't be able to be corrected and you'll start to have be defined as blind, levels of blindness. True story. So I said, okay, well, I have nothing to lose, then fuck it. Let me go in for the the safest, slowest, most invasive uh, laser surgery you can have. Um, and I had PRK, which is a little different than LASIK. I won't get into differences. Anyways, for almost eight years, perfect 2020 vision, if not better. Loved it. It was the only time since fourth grade uh, that I had good vision without contacts or glasses. It was a, an amazing life, and I loved it. Um, people would refer to me as having bionic eyes and getting the laser surgery, and it was amazing, and I loved it. Um, now I'm, you know, I, I hit 43 last year, and I had to get a pair of glasses, and it really sucks. But, um, you know, uh, I wish I could go back to the days of having bionic eyes, you know. And but again, you can. And the article I found was that this guy actually has created um, – and, and and I watched the YouTube video and I heard this guy and he's not really charismatic other than a really creepy love for the eye that I, I didn't it was really weird just the way he loves the eye and like anyways he, he thinks the eye is beautiful so his invention needed to be beautiful and he thinks that helped him to create the better solution here so it's described kind of as a contact lens but it's not a contact it lens. goes behind inside your eye and the way he describes it in the video is, hang on, he he makes an incision in your eye and injects with a gun this thing behind your eye, and it's it's basically a lens that that it, the way he described it was like a trampoline and that it moves up and down and it sits on uh, on a basically a a, 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 a it's a, like a contact lens that has. It's very, I don't even know how to explain it with words, but essentially it sits behind your eye and it focuses and, and removes the, the strain on the eye to do the focusing and it will handle it. So basically he described it as you put this, we're going to call it a con bionic contact lens behind your eye and it will handle the focusing so that your eye doesn't have to do anything hmm. and it will dial into what you're looking at because it's still working with your eye and you could read a book all day. You could play a video game all night. You could do whatever you want with no eye strain, wake up in the morning, no headaches, no nothing, and perfect vision. He actually went beyond and said, all I'm doing as, as an eye doctor. It's a three times better vision. He could crank up the technology at some point 
Oh, it's not okay. And he could dial it in to the point where you could actually start to break down the cellular level of your own skin with the lens that he could put behind your eye. Ooh, laser eyes. Lays, like la- bionic laser eyes. Laser eyes. And he's looking for human test subjects like next month, March 2018. Wait, wait, because he has these lasers and he wants to burn you? Is is that There's the no test? laser involved. He, <laughs> he, he cuts your eye with a gun, he injects it behind your eye. And he, it was weird the way he. The guy was really creepy though, which concerns me. This, this is like this reminds sound. me of the jerk really? where he, really? bi- he builds exactly. glasses. Yeah, the glasses and, that are yeah. going to solve everything, and then in, like a month later, he's like everybody suing him. Bottom can't see. It's just the way he describes things. He's like, he's like, so, <clears throat> yes, we make a, a small incision in your eye, and then we inject the thing behind your eye. We go get a cup of coffee. We come back. We do the other eye. I'm like. Do you have to do the cup of coffee? Like <laughs> cutting my eye open because it's just weird the way he tried to. Pre- He's definitely not a presenter. I wish he would have just had somebody present for him. Are you signing on the dotted line? When? when no, do you, I. It, so, laser surgery had been out for at least fifteen years okay. before I got laser okay. surgery. This is at least that level of. I, I'm hoping my eyes can last that long. I honestly believe. I, I have just I slowed down the process. I gave my eyes another twenty years, and hopefully, so, when I'm like sixty-five years old, bionic eyes will be something that I can it, purchase, do, and then not have to worry about. So you only got twenty years out of your Trump glasses? <sighs> I don't know what you're talking about, John. <laughs> if I can get twenty years out of my current right. state, then yeah, that's he's a major Trump supporter. He's a major <clears throat> Trump donor. That's the yes. term I'm looking for. Um, I am getting to the point where I don't know if I'm supposed to wear glasses or not wear glasses. I can't see with my glasses, and I can't see without my glasses, so I'm just screwed. So maybe I'm a candidate for the bionic eyes. Rest your eyes more is what it sounds like. No matter what you're doing, just rest more. Close them. Close your eyes. The other, what did you just say? It's Saturday. You were you were at your house. Yes. Under the weather, staring out the window at the beautiful snow falling, and 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 Jen said, "Just go to bed, Steve." You've been sit, you've been close, sitting there staring out the window for ten minutes. Close Nothing's happening. Your eyes, if you're going to rest, okay. <laughs> That's what I recommend. Go to sleep. Yes. Rest your eyes. Um, no, I I can see great without my glasses right here, but I can't anywhere else. And I put on my glasses, and I can't see from here. I can see better t- you, but from there in, I can't see anything. Well, so I'm just I, bifocals and all that uh, crap. Yeah, Bionic eyes. I, I want to sign up. Yes. Where's the form? Um, did see, if any- they, see if they'll, they'll UFID chip you, too, RFID chip nah. you, too, because you want that. Did stuff. anybody see uh, Black Panther this weekend? No, I'm going uh, this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to go see it this weekend. Yeah, and I did want to bring it up. Based on the reaction from everything I've watched on TV is crazy about it. So everybody loves it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody loves it. Um, and everyone from, like, Daily Show bringing it up to all of the talk shows to all these articles, Oscar nominations, it's, it's, it's the words that everybody has used is cultural phenomena. But this is like, this is that horrible period of time where in February, where nothing comes out, you cannot like it's yeah. not for this year's Oscars. Right, it's about to happen. Correct. 
It's for next year's yes. Oscars. and But it still is $250 million box office, which doesn't break huge records, but it broke records for February. I didn't hear anything know. about Oscar nominations, so, but I'm glad to hear that. Well, what so, I, well, the talk is, because it's a cultural phenomenon, because it, it, it addresses, and, and, and there are, you know, there's African Americans who really, they went, it, so, so I, I took a couple notes on this because I wanted to talk about it. Um, the first thing I found was, uh, that the marketing for the movie was different than what marketing is usually for most movies. I didn't know this. So what they did was, is not only did they, um, focus on the African American community, but they did different buys for the, the delivery of the trailers and the movie and stuff for different types of sporting events. They bought a halftime show. They did a song that was at the Grammys. They were all over the place with pushing the movie before the movie really was the movie, right? So they're pushing the music, they're pushing the story, they're pushing it in trailers and, and, and part of the comic scene, but out of the comic scene that Marvel usually does, they were selling it differently, right? So that was, I thought that was interesting. And it showed success because it was the most pre-bought movie sale tickets of all time. It broke all records for the most pre-sales of any movie ever, which I thought was interesting. Um, Kendrick Lamar did the halftime show with the song from the movie. Uh, you know, he, or he put one of his songs in there from the movie. I thought that was interesting. Um, the other funny note, Sean, which I thought was very interesting, was um, in, in reference to the movie and who came out to see it, they referred to them as not just blurs came out to see this movie. Oh, black nerds. Black. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. you referenced that term a long time ago for one of your little, for your comedy. Ours was blogs. Plus nerds was blurred. Right. So yeah, we predate the the. Term You're gonna have to nerds, hit up Urban yeah. Dictionary to correct that, yeah, just yeah. so you know. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, and then uh, so so it, everything from Vanity Fair to like you know the Daily Show really talked about this movie, and um, I thought the Daily Show's take on it was pretty funny because they they talked a little seriousness about. It was one of those. It's it, and, and these are their words. It's a black movie that's not about slavery or inner city or violence or X Y Z, which is it's not Twelve Years a Slave and it's not you know uh uh you know something else. It, it, it's just a positive movie engaging with African Americans in a positive way, showing us what an Afro utopia. Those are those are their words. Could be like. And it was nice to just have an escapism for mm. a moment. And we've talked about that before where uh, I think movies and, and going to the movies and is kind of like a, it's always been just whether the economy is bad or good, whether things are good or bad, you go to the movies, right? You just want to escape, right? And they're basically relating this to one of the rare times African-Americans feel like they can escape and just enjoy a movie. And I think that's why it's a cultural phenomenon. And I, it, 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 that, that's just what I'm reading. That's what I'm, that's what I'm hearing. You know, I'm a huge well, comic let's, book let's nerd. Revi- and I, let's you know, revisit after we've seen it. See I don't it, yeah. know. Do you know the story? Do you, have you read the comic? It's, it's essentially the, the, the inner, the, the. I'm not asking for the story. I'm asking if you know it. Yeah. Yeah. It's about Wakanda. You've and, read. And, and about Black Panther read, and the challenge yeah, for him yeah. to be. Yeah. Okay, so, Sean, you're going to see, you're planning to see the movie. We this will see it. Uh, that's the plan, unless something happens. Yep. Yeah. Similarly, we um, we were going to go this past weekend, but uh, I was unable to. So we're going to see it this coming weekend. Let's revisit Black Panther when a few of us have had an, an opportunity to see. John, are you going to? Yep. You're going to go. We're going to see it on uh, Monday, but 
just a little too busy this week. Yeah, yeah, understood. So we'll revisit. That sounds like a plan. I think it's um, I think it's brilliant. I think it's uh, it's one of those positive lights in the midst of some of the the nasty in our political discourse in the United States. So you know, um, it's good to have some progressive conversations going on as well and that's what i'm hoping to uh to take away from it um so i don't know i think we probably need to end this unless you guys have a a vendor scum or anything that we should close out with i don't think so trying to i had a uh vendor that always comes to us um and the the subject of the email was gently knocking Oh, you know, just like, hey, you there? Knocking. Uh, so I, I have a guy that you, I think, long, long, long ago, you pointed at me. Yeah. And this guy keeps contacting me. And his, your gently knocking phrase reminded me of him because yeah. he calls. I generally know it's him. And I, 98% of the time, 99% of the time, don't answer, but he always leaves a very nice voicemail. Hey, it's Tom. I'm calling just to talk through. Hey, we haven't talked in a while. Just wanted to say hey. Yes, and and he leaves this um, every time. It's the same thing. It's been, it's been a while since I listened to your voicemail, Steve. It, it, I, I miss your voice. He cr- <laughs> he cracked a little bit on the last one. So every time he talks to me like we have had a conversation or 12 which we have and this is just me touching base and you know this stuff but i'm just gonna say blah blah blah, and his script right so he's he does his script this last one i got from him was almost like you are literally just going through the motions now you used to be like this was a real conversation you were leaving on my voicemail now I think you probably don't even remember who I am. Oh, I am the hurt. Because oh. <laughs> you're just filling a quarter for I'm week. just oh. another guy down the block. And so I, but yes, Tom is uh, that gently knocking guy every time. <laughs> Did I show the, the vendor scum about uh, the, the, the construction of the new office space? Uh, uh, yes, you did. I yes. did. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was great too. Yep. Unreal that, you know, that came <laughs> um, through. So. Well, let's shut us down. We have been yep. the Worldwide IT guys. Uh, this was number 125. Um, thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye. I'm hungry. Starving. Yep. Um, is it, you, you shared something else. I wondered if you'd bring it up. The, the last final four ever? Are we going to have the last final four oh, ever yeah. this we time? Didn't, I don't want to bring that oh, up. Oh, yeah. I, I was hoping there'd be something more substantial Did you hear about by the vacancies that are happening and all that? Like, it all f- came down just like you said. They're yeah, saying they, some FBI report's going to come out that's going to, like, be. But like the, a trials, the trials aren't until, like, October. So I think. Yeah. I think they've got time. They're not. My guess is they're going to trickle things out, like the Louisville thing they just did. I think they're going to trickle things out until they get past this tournament, and then it's just going to be like bloodbath. It's yeah, just going to be, okay, be. <laughs> you guys had a nice run. <laughs> yeah. Everybody made their money. Everybody's happy. You guys got your money? Good. All it's right. over. Yeah. <laughs> Done. We're closing it down. Yep.
So right, we, we, we got to go big this this year for brackets then. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing for lunch? Pick it. I didn't. I didn't do any homework.